Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Pod. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here filling in for Dan Bach uh, to t- bring you guys the, uh, you know, talk about the MLB slate with you guys. Uh, I'm going to talk about fantasy draft pricing with you, and uh, yeah, just we'll, we'll get started right away now. Um, Looking at the slate, and it's a it's a pretty good one uh, with NFL back. We still got some baseball to grind out, but it's still a fun one. So uh, let's get started. We'll get started with the first thing I like to talk about: cash games. We got Max Scherzer on the mound against Jake Thompson. Uh, Max Scherzer is definitely uh, definitely going to be the guy you want to get in your cash games. He's in a great spot here against the Philadelphia Phillies. I would not be worried about any of the Phillies here. If you told me gun to my head, I had to take one Philly to worry about against Max Scherzer. It's Nick Williams. All these righties, though, are definitely going to be in trouble for the Phillies. Max is a 44K percentage against uh, you know against righties and against lefties. Uh, again, he's got a good K percentage, too. It's like 29%, I believe. Yeah, 29%. So he, he's just uh, been pretty dominant this year. And uh, Max is a guy that I definitely want to be loading up on. Uh, I know the Phillies sometimes do try to get lefty heavy against uh, really good righties, but I don't know. Max is the guy I'm definitely going to load up here in this spot, and he's one of the best plays. Uh, you know, Phillies 2.39 run total. It's definitely uh, very telling, and uh, you know, streaming against the Phillies is a thing to do. And Max is a guy that should uh, definitely have his way. <clears throat> Looking at the next game, or the next spot, we have uh, the uh, Jake Thompson against the Washington Nationals, and Jake Thompson has struggled. He's got a high Sierra in the fives against uh, lefties, uh, and on the Nationals, I think what I'm really looking at are, are guys like. Daniel Murphy for 9.9k on fantasy draft. Uh, I, I I like that price tag. I get it's a, you know maybe a tag that people don't want to play and like Daniel Murphy has not been as uh, you know as good in the in the most like recently he has not been what he was doing all season long. Definitely not having Bryce Harper has hurt him uh, for you know some protection and whatnot, but. Uh, Jake Thomas just struggled with lefties, and against righties, he's been a lot better. Uh, he's got a uh, 3.75 CR against righties, so I don't know if you want to stack up the Nationals. They have a nice run total, so I get it, and I would you know get like guys like Trey Turner, Ryan Zerman, and Anthony Rendon, but I think this is a spot where I'm just going to uh, maybe just get my exposure to the Nationals through Daniel Murphy only and move on. Uh, moving on to the next one, we have uh, if good old George Farmer or Buck Farmer, uh, you know, he's changed his name back and forth, so I don't know where you see it, but uh, yeah, on the Rotor Grinders lineup page, we have George Farmer. So George Farmer against Mark Marcus Stroman. Uh, we've been streaming pitchers uh, against the Tigers for a little bit now with uh, you know them trading Justin Upton. That was like kind of like the, the final straw to be like, okay, this is just an awful lineup. We need to go uh, all in on taking these pitchers every day and considering them, right? So Mark Stroman's reduces a lot of soft contact, but the issue is always the strikeouts, right? They're not, uh, he's not really a strikeout pitcher. He just pitches really efficiently. And in this spot here, I think, uh, you know, we have to have some interest in it. Just a really bad Tigers team. Uh, so uh, Stroman for 15.6K, I love that price tag. I think he's a good, 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 good playing cash games and in tournaments. Uh, and then, uh, you know, on the opposite side, we have George Farmer. So I'll read you some of his, uh, some of his numbers right now this year. Um, 
He is at a 21.5K percentage against righties, and then against lefties, a 28K percentage. So uh, it's kind of odd that he's you know has those numbers. A small sample size against each, 65 plate appearances against righties and 50 against lefties. Uh, and the Sierra against righties, 3.38, and against lefties, 2.96. It's really just crazy to see that because uh, he was really bad last year. But um, I don't know. I think that's kind of – I don't think he's this kind of pitcher, right? I think we should expect uh, negative regression here and just him to become the old pitcher he was. And uh, I, I'm definitely going to be buying into that. Uh, so I'm looking to load up on some of these. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays here, I mean, they're just in a great spot, obviously. And uh, with a 5.46 run total, we have to have interest. I'm curious how chalky they get. It's a 15-game slate. So I don't know if it's something I'm really going to have to worry about. But uh, something to definitely consider because, man, the Blue Jays, when they are chalky, it's a scary spot to be on because it just feels like it always fails. But, uh, yeah, let's move on to the next game, though. Uh, oh, real quick, actually, before I go, uh, to the next one, I want to say Zico Career is a great cash game play. And then, like, two of my favorite bats are Donaldson and Smoke, obviously, but uh, like Morales as a value play, too. So, if I had to pick four bats from this game only, those are the four I would definitely load up on him. Um, Miguel Montero, if he's catching in the lineup, could be interesting as a uh, you know cheap catcher to help you out in your cash games, obviously, because we're trying to get Max Scherzer in, possibly. So, if we're trying to get Max in, uh, it's you know, we got to get some of these value guys in our lineups. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on to the next game. We have Amir Garrett against Seth Lugo, and I don't know. This is a game I'm just really not like super interested in at all. I get it's got a nine run total, and it's two pitchers that are you know not great, but they're not. I don't know. They're not total total gas cans, right? Um, and but they've had their struggles. That's the thing. So um, I don't know. I'm very torn at what I'm going to do with this. Um, with this game, but I, I don't think I'm playing any of these Mets, these cheap bats. I get it. Uh, if they fit maybe your cash games, I think it makes sense. Uh, I don't know right now. It's one of those things like as I'm doing construction, it depends what fits in, you know, but um, I don't know. It's one of those things I, I have played Mets in cash recently because they've helped out, but uh, in tournaments, I'm not looking to stack up the Mets against Amir Garrett. I just don't think it's a, don't think it's the right spot. Amir Garrett has struggled though, right? We've seen things that like we like to see in, uh, in, in tournaments when we like to do stacks. He's got a 12.5 walk percentage uh, and a 4.79 Sierra. So I, I get it, right? If you want to, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like the spot I'm going to do it. Uh, and then the Cincinnati uh, bats, against Seth Lugo uh you know if Irvin's at the top I guess he's like a nice value player that you could throw in there but I don't know I'm not in love with a lot of these guys against Lugo uh you know Lugo hasn't been bad against right he's got a 3.39 Sierra with a 22.2 K percentage and against lefties a 4.43 I mean he I just don't think this is this is one of those games just feels like a stay away game and I think that's what I'm just going to try and do on this slate it's a 15 game slate we can easily do that sometimes and uh I think that's that's kind of the approach I'm going to take with this one. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next one. We have Mike Clevenger and the Cleveland Indians who are on fire right now against uh, the Baltimore Orioles and Wade Miley. Um, uh, yeah, so Mike Clevenger is a guy that I've been playing a lot uh, this season, and he's definitely treated me well. So maybe, there, maybe there's going to be some bias when I talk about him, but... Um, K percentage is 28.5% against righties and against lefties, 25.6%. The problem is the walk percentage, 13% against righties and 11 against lefties. And I, I, I get it, right? Um, it's definitely not a spot that you want to, uh, you know, you, you definitely get scared of the walks, right? But we're trying in tournaments. Like I, I make Mike Clevenger mainly a tournament play normally. And uh, in tournaments, I'm trying to win tournaments. And if he's on and, uh, you know, he's not walking guys then i'm definitely set right hopefully it's like you know he walks like a bunch of guys in another start and that makes up for it right maybe he'll walk zero maybe not zero but maybe he'll only walk a couple in this start and then another start he's in an absolute disaster and walks you know eight or whatever um 
And in a spot against the Orioles, man, I, I'm definitely interested in this. Uh, got a nice Sierra, 3.4, uh, 3 Sierra against righties and against lefties, 3.50. Um, I just think this is like a really nice uh, high upside spot that, yes, right, it could blow up in your face a little bit. But uh, par- negative park shift for the Orioles, it's going to be 62 degrees in that uh, in that Cleveland game. Uh, this is definitely a spot with the wind blowing in. I'm definitely going to have some interest here in the uh, Cleveland Indians. And uh, their pitching's been pitching lights out recently. They're just everything's clicking for them right now. So uh, I'm definitely gonna have some interest here. And then they get Wade Miley. Uh, you know, Wade Miley is a pitcher that uh, I, I would love to love to get some bats against. Right? Uh, you got Francisco Lindor, Austin Jackson, Jose Ramirez, Edwin Encarnacion, uh, Carlos Santana, Yandy Diaz, where he's cheap. Uh, Brandon Guyer always mashes uh, lefties. Uh, I mean, there's tons of guys to love here and definitely to, to have interest in playing. So. Um, all these Indians, I think, are on play for me with a 4.95 run total. You definitely have to have interest against a guy like Wade Miley, who uh, definitely struggle at times. So I'm interested in the Indians' bats and Mike Clevenger here. I'm not interested in the Orioles. I get they have a 4.05 run total, but uh, and I, you know, it's just because uh, you know they do have some powerful bats in line that can be scary and they could go yard, but they can also swing and miss with the best of them. So I'm gonna just kind of uh, uh, go with Team Clevenger over the Baltimore Orioles and kind of hope for the best here in this spot. So I think this is a good spot that we could do it, and uh, I think Clevenger's set up for a good uh, opportunity here today. So. Let's move on to the next game, though, and I'm not going to take any Orioles, uh, even though I get it, right? Manny Machado's a guy who's been crushing the ball, but I- I'm not going to take any Orioles here. Again, 15-game slate and tons of different spots that we can uh, take guys from, so I'll just look to do that instead. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have the Boston Red Sox against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Drew Pomerantz uh, against uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, and Chris Archer's on the opposite against the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I definitely think this is a uh, you know definitely an interesting spot for pitching that you want to definitely be considering. Uh, Chris Archer is a guy that I normally like to play, but in Boston, uh, Boston they, they definitely have been hitting the ball a lot better. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a spot I end up passing on them. 18K for Chris Archer is interesting, though, in a tournament. Like, I get the upside is there. So it's definitely something to think about more so in tournaments. In cash games, it definitely doesn't feel safe to me, right? So something I'm going to definitely, uh, I think, shy away from in uh, in cash games. But Archer's a guy who, you know, he can be, you know, one of the elite pitchers in the league, right? Uh lefties 30.5 k percentage against righties 29.6 and his sierra has been great 2.45 against righties and 2.66 against lefties Uh, i get it right Uh, he definitely has has struggled with some fly balls and some hard hit issues a little bit throughout the year and i don't know like i said i think it's a really nice high upside tournament spot i really really do um so if you want to play him in tournaments i i get it uh in cash games though i just think there's a little bit a little bit to be worried about obviously but uh, weather's definitely good for him too, right? It's just not the best pitcher's park there uh, in uh, in Boston. Uh, and on the opposite side, right? It's you know it's Drew Pomerantz and he's a minus one twenty nine favorite. That's another telling thing, right? Chris Archer's an underdog, which is just really interesting. You never really see Chris Archer too much as an underdog, but. We got Drew Pomerantz on the opposite, and uh, yeah, against a team like the Tampa Bay Rays that can strike out a ton, uh, yeah, I get it, right? If you want to throw a dart at him for 15.3K on Fantasy Draft, it makes sense. This is more of a spot where I'm going to look at pitchers, and I don't really think I'm going to take many batters from. I just don't really want to target these uh, pitchers, and I think there's other pitchers that we can uh, we can definitely target here. So yeah, um, I don't think this is more of a pitcher's duel, and that, that's kind of you know the route i'm going to take and that's it i'm not really going to play many of these other bats uh if the lineups come out and something like 
pops that's interesting uh you know maybe it's a conversation to have and hey if you want to ask me on twitter hey did anything change in that game if you like this game uh you know give me a follow on twitter at travis mangone and i can easily uh you know tell you if anything has changed my opinion but for for now it just feels like it's just going to be a uh, pitcher's duel for me so yeah uh moving on to the next game we have the miami marlins and the atlanta braves uh jose arena and mike faulty nevich uh, this is definitely uh, definitely a game that you could like some hitting in, obviously, right? Uh, Jose Arena is a guy who doesn't strike out many people. And then we have a guy like Freddie Freeman, who's 9.3K on Fantasy Draft, who you have to love here in this spot. Uh, obviously, don't hate guys like Ozzy Albies batting towards the top for super cheap. Uh, and I, I don't think a Braves stack is uh, out of play here, right? Uh, it's not a terrible terrible spot to go. Uh, just not in love with this game all around. I think there's like good hitters, right, you can pick from, though. Like Giancarlo Stanton, of course, against Mike Fultinevich is a guy to consider. Uh, let me look at the BVP real quick for him because, uh, you know, uh, Team BVP always likes to... Always likes to uh, you know get a couple plays here and there to here. So let's see what the Mike Fulty Nevich did with an in division opponent. Um, let's see what it is. It is uh, Stanton is eleven uh, two for eleven against him. So nothing crazy, but with a home run obviously. But the way Stanton's in the ball, man, doesn't really matter. He's uh, one of the hottest hitters in the league. So uh, yeah, if you told me uh, just if I if you told me just to take Stanton and Freeman as like a one off on each side, that would make some sense obviously. But uh, yeah, it's a game where I think you can get some bats from, but I'm not trying to go uh, crazy over them. Uh, there's more coming, I promise. There are more bats to love uh, as we get to, uh, get get through the games. But let's move on to the next one, and uh, I think this is this, this has a has a chance to have some uh, interesting uh, interesting bats here. Uh, problem is the wind is blowing, and we're in Chicago. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers at the Chicago Cubs with an eight run total. Uh, man, Ryan Braun's price tag around the industry is pretty cheap. Uh, you got guys like Eric Thanes for 6.4K, uh, Neil Walker 7.2, uh, Ryan Braun 8.1, Travis Shaw 8K. Uh, I wish the wind was blowing out. Wind blowing in, it makes it harder for me to want to roster the Brewers against a guy like John Lackey who struggled, gives up tons of hard contact. So that's kind of the one concern I have uh, with the wind blowing in and it's colder there. So, But obviously I love a guy like uh, you know Ryan Braun. I think he's a great option today. Just that's the problem is the wind. So I don't know. Uh, on other sites where he's cheaper, it makes, uh, makes a ton more sense, but uh, maybe not as much on fantasy draft. Uh, looking at the Cubs side of the ball, like Jimmy Nelson's a guy I don't really want to uh, attack much. So I'm probably just going to end up staying away. Uh, I think Jimmy Nelson is a guy that uh, he's been really good this year. Uh, you know, pull up the numbers, look at the Sierra. I mean, it's been it's been fantastic. I'm pulling it up right now here real quick. Uh, Jimmy Nelson, his Sierra against righties is 3.40. Against lefties, it's 2.83. I mean, he's got a ground ball rate against righties of 54.7%, to 44.9 against uh, lefties. With a K percentage against lefties at 30% and uh, against righties, 24.5. I mean, he's just been great. Uh, I think Jimmy Nelson's a great tournament option. I think he's a guy you definitely want to look at uh, on this slate for sure. So uh, that, that'll about do it for me on this game. Like I said, it's going to be maybe some of these Brewers bats. But again, that wind blowing out... Uh, if you told me the wind was blowing, uh, wind was blowing out instead of in, uh, which yeah, the wind is blowing in. I uh, sorry if I got that wrong. Wind is blowing in. So uh, if you told me the wind was blowing out, I'd be super excited about some of these Brewers because we know how that Chicago wind really plays in a factor. But uh, yeah, that definitely has me a little bit uh, worried. But here's a game with tons of bats to love. We have the New York Yankees at the Texas Rangers, a 10-run total. I'm sure tons of people will be all over this game and love this game, and I'm sure it'll be chalky, but uh, it's a 15-game slate, so I don't know if it'll matter a ton. We'll have to, you know, obviously look for Chris Gimino's ownership percentages, and that'll help you out to kind of make your decisions on that, but 
Uh, these Yankees bats are ones to love against Martin Perez. Uh, people say, you know, some people don't like to stack against Martin Perez, and I'll, I'll stack against him uh, right now. He has just been awful recently, so uh, I'm definitely down to stack against him. Uh, it's definitely a good spot. And I, I, one thing I love about, hey, even if things don't maybe work so much out against Martin Perez, uh, he's, you know, he's got a 4.93 Sierra against Rays, but if things don't work out, um, we got that Texas bullpen that is not that great. So, uh Load me up on some of these Yankees, right? We get Gary Sanchez back from suspension today, I believe. So that'll be nice. We get, uh, you know, the lineup we have on Roto-Grinders right now is Brett Gardner, Chase Headley, Gary Sanchez, Stalin Castro, Aaron Judge, Didi Gregorius, who I don't mind also against the lefty, uh, you know, especially with that bullpen. He might go super low-owned. Matt Holliday, Todd Frazier, and Jacoby Ellsbury. And that lineup, both one through nine, is fantastic to look at. And then on the opposite side, uh, yeah, so Tanaka's been been a lot better uh, this you know this season than uh, you know what he was doing last year. Uh, he was pretty awful, but he has been a lot better. Uh, Sierra, three point two five against righties, three point two six against lefties, with a twenty four K percentage. Uh, I think this is a spot you stay away from the Yankees. Obviously, that or not the Yankees, the the Texas Rangers. Uh, they're going to go really low on though. Like no one's going to be like, Hey, I want to stack against Tanaka in this hot weather environment. Like, you know, it's, it, it could make some sense. You're going to get, uh, you're going to get hitters at really low ownership in a very great, uh, environment. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of really stacking, uh, hitters against the Yankees. Cause obviously there's that bullpen too. If the game is close, uh, if the game is out of hand, then you get some of the, you know, awful bullpen arms, but I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be stacking up the Rangers here, but I, I get it in a term if you think it's like just like a super low on play and it's something you want to do to be contrarian, but it's not something I'm going to end up, uh, I'm going to end up uh, doing on the slate. Moving on to the next one. We have the San Francisco Giants and the Chicago White Sox. Uh, so the Chicago White Sox are, uh, you know, in a pretty good spot here against Matt Moore. Matt Moore is a guy who, uh, you know, fly ball pitcher and whatnot. And he definitely, uh, you know, can get crushed, uh, but he's normally in the San Francisco ballpark, so that definitely protects him. But he's not going to be protected here uh, in a Chicago ballpark where it definitely is uh, more hitter friendly uh, than than uh, than the the Giants. So it's a negative park shift for him. And I love guys like Tim Anderson, like Jose Abreu here. I think they're in great spots. Uh, I did uh, you know uh, talked about on the uh, Fanduel lineup show uh, the uh, Jose Abreu uh, Kirk. Kirk uh, Dees talked about him a little bit, and I think he and he's a he's a fantastic play here, uh, Jose Abreu. You definitely have to like him here against a lefty. We always love him against lefties, and uh, this is a good spot for him. So definitely a guy to uh, definitely a guy to be uh, considering here as like a nice one off uh, that I like. Uh, looking at the Giants side of the ball, uh, man. I don't think I'm going to play them, obviously, because they are just not a good team. Uh, and you got a guy like Lucas Giolito, who uh, is an interesting tournament option. He's a guy I don't think we should, uh, you know, we should be sleeping on here. Uh, he's got some, uh, you know, young pitcher. He's got some K upside against uh, lefties, 28.6%. Against righties, 19.5. Still a very, uh, you know, low plate appearances that we're seeing here. Um, he definitely is a guy that, ha- you know, young pitcher that has a uh, strikeout upside, though. And against a team like the Giants who can strike out uh, with all these call-ups that they have, uh, I think he's uh, definitely interesting. So be on the lookout for that lineup and see if it's a lineup that uh, has some strikeout upside in it. And make, make your decision on G. Lito through that, I think. But, uh, yeah, no one on the Giants side of the ball I'm really going to be uh, in love with. I get they all have cheap price tags, but they have them for good reason. They're one of the worst teams in baseball right now. But same with the White Sox, right? They're kind of battling for it. But there's a couple of bats here that I think uh, are interesting that, uh, you know, in the, against a bad pitcher you have to be uh, considering. Moving on to the next game, we have the Minnesota Twins against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, you know, Ian Kennedy is a guy that uh, we always like to target against, uh, it seems like, because he's a fly ball pitcher. Uh, he's definitely struggled throughout the year at time. At one point, he was doing a lot better, but he's a guy that I like to uh, target at times, and this is a spot I don't mind it. Uh, 
I wish it was a better. Uh, I wish it was a better situation, but it's not. It's not a terrible one, right? Um, but guys like Brian Dozier and like this Twins lineup, uh, there's there's guys up and down this lineup that I just feel like people don't want to roster, and that just makes them like instantly pretty contrarian. Uh, and like no one wants to pay these price tags. Just uh, listen to what we got for Byron Buxton: nine point six k on Byron Buxton, Eddie Rosario eight k, Jorge Blanco eight point one. They have an implied run total of 4.82. They've been hitting the ball really well recently. It's 80 degrees out, wind blowing out, um, 8 miles an hour. This is a good hitting environment in Kansas City. Uh, I think you have to think the twin stack is super interesting. I think this is something that could take down a GVP, right, that uh, people are maybe not on and they should be on. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that's an interesting way to go. On the opposite side, the Kansas City Royals, they're a team that uh, they've been hitting the ball a lot better recently, and uh, they get a matchup against Irvin Santana. Uh, man, I'm not an Irvin Santana fan. If you want to take some Royals here and there, I don't hate it, but I don't think you have to stack up against them. People say, oh, Irvin Santana, you know, he pitches, uh, you know, he can pitch deep into games, and that's always something to like, but I'm not a Santana fan, and that's not a spot I'm going to be looking at, I think, on this slate and getting uh, getting too crazy with Uh but yeah, this is a game where I think like these twins, like Brian Dozier is a guy I'm going to like, all these all these bats, right, where I can get him cheap too, like Max Kepler, uh, if he gets a good lineup spot, I think he's a nice cheap option you can go, but uh, I don't mind paying up for some of these guys, and people won't pay it, want to pay up for them. And where you can get them cheap, right, uh, you know, take advantage of that, because they're in a good spot here. Uh, but let's move on to the next game. We have Trevor Williams and Luke Weaver. Uh, I think this is definitely a, uh, definitely a pretty interesting uh, game here. We got the Pittsburgh Pirates, Trevor Williams who, uh, you know, the Cardinals has definitely struggled a lot more recently, but, ah, uh, man, I'm not going to be touching Trevor Williams here. If there's anyone I'm touching, it is Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver has been really, really good. He's one of those guys who got called up this year that has, uh, you know, really elite strikeout upside uh, against righties, 32.6% with 86 plate appearances, and then against lefties, 28.8%. Uh, has a little bit of a walk issue right now, 9.3% against uh righties but uh i don't know i'm not too worried about it he's one of those uh, young young prospects that just kind of work through things and uh, the sierra is great 2.73 against righties 2.69 against lefties i don't know if i expect that to for sure stay under three the rest of the year but uh he's a guy i like here the problem is that, uh pirates don't normally strike out a ton i'm curious what the umpire is going to be in this game i'm also curious what the lineup they put out so it depends on a lot of that stuff with luke weaver and his price tag obviously around the industry uh, on fantasy draft, we have him at 16.4K. So it's uh, definitely a conversation, right? Do you want Marcus Stroman, who's a pretty efficient pitcher? It doesn't have as much strikeout upside as Lever, Weaver, but he gets a really great matchup. Or, uh, you know, a guy like Luke Weaver, who's uh, not in the easiest matchup, but it's not the uh, toughest, right? So I don't know. It's it's For me, I probably lean Weaver just because of the upside, right? It's just uh, the amount of strikeouts that he can get is incredible. Um, but it's definitely a conversation. It's one of those things I really, I'm really going to be leaning on some of these umpires because uh, if there's an umpire, uh, when the information comes out, if there's an umpire that like is uh, in a really good strikeout upside matchup. I think that's going to be a spot I end up attacking. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of guys in the mid tier to like that uh, you know talked about, um, and I think this is definitely uh, the umpires are going to help dictate in lineups too. Whatever lineup comes out for teams, that's going to help dictate some of the maybe the decisions I end up making on pitcher when I uh, end up doing it. But uh, I, Weaver is definitely a guy that's on my list right now. I'm definitely uh, strongly considering. Moving on to the next game, which uh, has my favorite stack of the day. Uh, and I normally, uh, on the weekend grind with uh, Josh, I normally do a stack of the day segment. And I always like talking about stacks, obviously, because that's what uh, helps win the tournament. So uh, we got Jordan Lyles for the Padres against Patrick Corbin. And Patrick Corbin, uh, you know, we stream pitchers against the Padres. Padres strike out a ton against lefties. 
And uh, this is a spot where I think we have to have interest in Patrick Corbin. He's looked really good recently. Uh, and uh, if you uh, if you want to jam in, uh, if you don't want to jam in all the Arizona bats and you have room for Patrick Corbin, I suggest getting him in, right? Uh, against lefties at 31.5K percentage, against righties 19.5. The Sierra against righties is at 4.06, but against lefties 2.38. Uh, but he's been he's been a lot better uh, in the second half of the year. So Patrick Corbin is a guy that uh, I think he'll be considering in tournaments and cash games. Uh, I don't think I'll be pulling the trigger on him for sure. It depends what his price tag is. 18.3K. I think like I'd rather go a guy like Stroman, right? He just feels safer. Uh, but and for 3,000 less. But uh, let's talk about the Jordan Lyles, who's a guy that I would love to attack on this slate. Uh, when you can when you can get these uh, Arizona bats, uh, I, I definitely want to get a hold of them. They're in a great spot here. But uh, looking at Jordan Lyles, he's a guy that uh, has a uh, 4.30 Sierra against uh, righties, uh, 4.98 against lefties, uh, and you know it doesn't have great strikeout numbers. Uh, he's a guy, you know, getting a ton of ground balls. I get it, right? But the implied run total of uh, you know 5.84 and the way the Diamondbacks just been clicking on all cylinders and hitting the ball. How do you pass on this? Uh, love the lineup one through eight uh, or one through nine, essentially. Uh, Every bat is going to be a guy that I'm going to be considering here. Uh, Jake Lamb, where you can get him cheap. Like on FanDuel, he's 3K, which is insane. But uh, even on Fantasy Draft, I don't mind paying the price tag of 9K. David Peralta, 7.5K, feels like a great cash game play, uh, honestly. And, uh, you know, I don't mind paying up for uh, guys like Goldschmidt and Martinez. Problem is, Goldschmidt uh, dealing through an injury. So don't know if he'll definitely be playing. Be on the lookout for the lineup. And obviously, I think the whole lineup is in play. And uh, definitely a big fan of uh, the lefties here, right? Peralta and Lamb are two of my favorites. If, you, if you're only playing two, I think those are the two I would be loading up on here but uh, don't don't be afraid to get creative with your lineup and get take some guys at the bottom of the order because Lyles is a guy that we definitely want to target here uh so yeah diving back sack is a team I'm gonna like a lot here today uh moving on Houston Astros uh and Colin McHugh against the Oakland A's it's a nine run total uh team total on the day uh so yeah Colin McHugh we got the uh, Oakland A's who strike out a ton against righties so I think McHugh makes you another guy in the mid-tier that makes some sense right uh, again, I'll uh, probably want to see the lineup and see what they do with it and uh, see what the umpire is. It's also a good pitcher's park for Colin McHugh. Um, but I don't know. I'm not, Colin McHugh is a guy that I haven't been, uh, you know, loading up on recently. But uh, I definitely think you can uh, definitely think that you can uh, play him here uh, in this spot. So uh, against uh, against the Oakland Athletics, we strike out a ton. It definitely definitely is a guy to definitely got to uh, consider for sure. Uh, then we have uh, Gerald Cotton on the opposite side, and uh, I have more interest in those Houston bats. I'm probably not going to play any of the uh, probably not going to play any of the A's bats here. Um, for some reason, it's uh, I feel like there's some BVP here. I'll pull that up real quick to make sure. I feel like uh, you know sometimes when you got, when you've been playing DFS for a while, sometimes things pop up in your head and you you kind of think you have seen some BVP. So I'm thinking for Chris Davis, no, actually he doesn't have any. Uh, actually, oh, Marcus Semien does. He actually has some BVP. Uh, 10 for 21 uh, with four doubles and a home run. So, yeah, I knew there was something here against McHugh with the A's that I've seen in the past. So, uh, yeah, maybe Marcus Semien becomes more of an interesting shortstop play, um, especially if he gets, like, a good lineup bump spot. And shortstop's normally not a spot that I love to roster. So, uh, on Fantasy Draft, his price tag is uh, 7.6K and batting first. Yeah, that's maybe something to consider for sure here uh, on the slate. But... Uh, let's talk about the Houston bats, right? Uh, Jarrell Cotton, uh, you know, he's a guy that, uh, you know, I feel like he's not one that I've targeted a ton this year, but uh, with the Houston bats, it makes sense, right? Just Houston is one of the uh, 
one of the one of the best hitting teams in the league. Uh, you know, kind of getting some of these lefties in here is what I want to do. Obviously, like the powerful righties, like you know the Springers, Altuve's, and Correa's, I definitely want exposure to. But uh, I definitely think if I'm stacking them up, I want to mix in some of these lefties too. I want to mix in the you know Josh Reddick, uh, even a Carlos Beltran and a Brian McCann, uh, because uh, Cotton has definitely struggled against lefties. Uh, Four point nine four Sierra against lefties has a walk percentage of 12% against lefties, which is another thing, uh, you know, so if you're going to be playing those lefties, try and get those righties that are hitting right behind him because if they walk them on base and they hit a home run, that's obviously going to be just runs that uh, pile up for you. But yeah, let's move on to the next game. Uh, I think this is a game that I'm not in love with, I think, but the Houston sack is one that's definitely in play on the slate, but it's, uh, it's, it's not a game I'm going to be loading up on. Obviously, the ballpark is not the greatest. Now we have the uh, Los Angeles Angels and the Seattle Mariners. Seattle has a really... Really nice run total of 5.02 in this ballpark, uh, and uh, it's for good reason, right? Nicky Nolasco gets hit hard by righties, and he's a guy that has struggled mostly throughout the year. So I think we need to be considering a ton of these, uh, you know, a ton of these uh, Seattle hitters here. Uh, I think one guy I'm definitely going to play is Nelson Cruz, right? Nelson Cruz is a guy who, uh, you know, has been hitting righties, uh, you know, all year long, has been hitting home runs against them, which, uh, I don't know, I don't expect that to continue for sure, but just like the way he's been crushing them all year, it's hard not to. Mitch Kaninger, too, another guy who has uh, got some reverse splits and hits righties better. Uh, would load up on, like, guys like Yonner Alonso, uh, Robinson Cano, Gene Segura. I think they're, they're more of, like, a stack play for me. I don't know if I'd play them in cash, but, uh, you know, these price tags are all pretty appealing on them. And you can easily probably get Max Scherzer in with doing this. Like, Segura's 8.1K on Fantasy Draft. Alonzo, 7.2. Robbie Cano, 9K. Nelson Cruz, 7.6K. I mean, that is just way too cheap for Nelson Cruz. 7.2K for Kyle Seager. Uh, Mitch Hanniger, 7.6. Ben Gamble, 5.7. Zanino, 6.4. Heredia, 5.4. I mean, these are all really nice price tags for a, a run total over five with Max Scherzer. Man, uh, I really like the idea of doing a, on Fantasy Draft, doing Max Scherzer with uh, this Seattle stack. Uh, obviously, I haven't plugged it in right now, but it, you know, just looking at it, it sounds like something that would work out really well. Moving on, we have Mike Leak on the opposite side. And Mike Leak is a guy that, uh, you know, I don't normally typically target because he's just like a better, he's a, I don't normally play him in DFS or target him because he's a uh, better real life pitcher. Uh, and But he's had his struggles against lefties. So I don't mind like, right, a 5.42 Sierra uh, against lefties this year. And uh, obviously Mike Trout, if you want to play him, I will never argue against that or call him a bad play. But I, if I'm playing anyone on the Angels, it's probably the lefties, right? It's Luis Valbuena. If you want to get him for cheap, he's got two home run upside. I wouldn't hate him. Or a Cole Calhoun for 7.8. Don't hate that too. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I'm going crazy with the Angels today. It doesn't feel like a great Angel spot for me. But again, Mike Leak, 5.42 Sierra. I mean, that is just a... Pretty, uh, pretty alarming uh, number, right? So uh, you definitely have to have some interest in the lefties here. And uh, yeah, so just a cheap punt. If you take like uh, Luis Valbuena as a one-off, I kind of like that as the way I would go. Moving on to the last game, we have the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers at uh, against the Colorado Rockies. This game is in LA. It's not in Colorado. We get you Darvish against the Rockies on the road, and we all know the Rockies struggle on the road. You Darvish for 22.4K. Yes, it's an expensive price tag, but if you... If you uh, you know if you're not a believer in what the Rockies uh, can do on the road, uh, you definitely have an interest in them as a tournament option. Uh, Darvish is tough for me to play in cash. I'd rather just find the money for Scherzer, I think. But uh, I get it right on like other sites like Fanduel, where he's like 9.1k. I think I get the conversation of maybe playing him, but I think Max is still the guy that you want to be loading up on. Uh, I won't be playing any of these Rockies bats, and even on the Dodgers 
side of the ball. Uh, they just have not been hitting the ball well recently. And Marquez is not a guy I'm really trying to like absolutely target. So I think this is a game where I just take you Darvish and move on and just kind of like call it a day. And uh, I know it's a lame way to end out the podcast, but that's kind of how I'm feeling here. If you want to, um, if we see that, if you want to really play the Dodgers and maybe you, you, you get some interest in like the run total climbs throughout the day, that might gain some interest for me. Like, and with, if their lineup is fully healthy, I wouldn't hate going Seager, Turner, Bellinger, and Randall. And it might be a stack that just people are not on at all. And it's a better weather game than uh, most, right? It's a uh, 71 degrees. Uh, it's a little bit cooler in LA or hotter in LA than uh, some of the other places where it's in the 60s. So uh, maybe there's some merit to that, but maybe that's one of those things if I'm playing like 50 teams, it's only probably going to be on like a couple teams, nothing crazy. Uh, and I don't think the Dodgers will be super owned anyway. So I don't think that's a, you know, that's something I have to go extreme overweight on in order to get the exposure I would want if I wanted to stack them up. Cause Hey, it's the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball, but Oh yeah, that's about it for the slate guys. Again, uh, I just want to mention my stack of the day. Cause I always like to do this on, uh, on uh, my podcast is uh it's the arizona diamondbacks right and uh the run total is just insane it's already gone up even more uh since i've talked about it uh it's just gonna climb throughout the day it's gonna be probably the game this thing you want to load up on in cash you want to load up on in tournaments again ownership could be something obviously if you're a game theory guy you might want to fade him because of ownership i don't know what the ownership is right now that's something to you know something to uh you know look for for uh you know jamino and whatnot and uh kind of check out to see what he's uh got in our uh rotogranus premium so but thanks a lot for listening guys and uh, again if you have any questions on the slate and you know wanted to find out uh what my opinions are or on the weekends you're kind of lost and i have a question hey uh you know what do you think of this uh feel free to always reach out to me on twitter i'm always uh i play most of the slates and i'm always uh, available and i try to help you guys and answer some questions for you so again thanks a lot for listening and uh, for me travis mangone i am out pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like dewalt so when you need a dewalt tool fast you know where to go and where to save because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.